0: You're listening to PTC Point of View, brought to you by Preferred Trust Company the preferred custodian for all alternative investments. We're here to provide retirement savers like you with the tools you need to succeed. Need a confidence boost when it comes to investing outside of the stock market? Do you want the power to build a tax sheltered nest egg that will last through your golden years? You've come to the right place. Turn up your speakers and turn off cruise control because we're taking you on the alternate route to investing with your IRA
1: welcome back to another episode of ptc point of view today in the studio i have with me chris Trembley, director of operations so today we are going to talk about five ways to help boost your retirement savings Sounds like a plan. Yeah, very exciting, beneficial, educational topic. So if you're not happy with the progress you are currently seeing in your retirement savings or you're looking for new ways to keep the momentum going, this is the podcast for you. We're gonna talk about five different ways that investors have used to help boost their progress towards financial freedom. And the first one is tax-free savings. All right. Uh, So I think the most important thing to consider
2: is what would happen, what your advantages would be if you had a Roth IRA. So this is one of the greatest gifts that the government has ever given Mm -hmm. uh, to the American people is that option for a Roth IRA. And so even if you haven't started your retirement savings yet, perhaps, perhaps you haven't ever been offered a plan by your employer and you need to consider, you know, It's never too early to start saving. I think sometimes we think, oh, I'll I'll worry. In our 20s, we think, oh, I'll worry about that another 10 years Mm -hmm. from now. And then 10 years later, oh, I'll think about that another five years from now. But the truth is, you know, you just never know. You don't know if you're going to have that employer that's going to be able to provide you some kind of retirement plan um, through your job. And so it's never too early, even in your 20s. As soon as you have some amount of earned income, it's good to start putting away funds and thinking about retiring. And so I think one of the biggest things is if you've never opened a retirement account before, starting with a Roth account, right? So you're putting in that money and anything that comes out of it after five years is tax-free. So obviously the whole goal is to wait until you reach retirement age, but imagine, well, and we're gonna talk about ways to to boost um, the income and interest you're earning off of, of your original contributions and and capital in your retirement account later, but um, just getting started I think is, is so important. And then the other end of that is what, what happens if, clients say, well, I have an old 401k or I have a traditional IRA. Is it too late to get started with a Roth? And the answer is no. You can always convert your traditional holdings to a Roth account. It does take, I I think, a little bit of conversation with a tax professional or your CPA to decide when that time is right for you or how much you want to convert, a lot of people are under the impression, oh, I have to convert my entire retirement account all at one time, which is not true. You mm-hmm. can do portions of it. Um, You can do some each year. So we always recommend talking to your CPA about when and how much, um, because that is a taxable event. If you have a traditional account and you're converting it to Roth, you are going to pay taxes on whatever amount you convert. So it's important that you realize um, how much that taxation is going to be. If there'll be penalty, obviously if you're before age 59 and a half, that type of thing, you want to work through all of those aspects of it, but it's never too late. And then if you have an old 401k, let's say, you were employed and and the employer provided you a 401k account now termination of employment has happened you've got this 401k sitting there they're going to force you eventually to transition it over out of their employer employee employer plan over to your own plan typically a traditional IRA but hey that's also a great time to consider making that conversion to a Roth so lots of opportunities um, and
1: it's never too late if you're currently working with someone and you have a 401k with them can you still transfer it over to a Roth or do you have to terminate the employment? It all depends on the plan.
2: Every employer is
1: a little bit different on how they set up a plan.
2: A lot of employers now offer the 401k with Roth um, funds as an option and if that is an option through your employer, Take it. Definitely take De- it. Definitely take it. Um, great option. But if you were in an employer plan that didn't have that option previously and it's all um, traditional pre taxed funds, um, then you're going to need to talk to them and find out what the options are for while you're still employed. Mm-hmm. They'll give those to you and then just be prepared. If there are no options while you are are employed, be prepared down the line. That doesn't mean you can't set up a Roth IRA separately. So you can have a 401k account through your employer and also have a Roth IRA on the
1: side. So great options. Yeah, well, as a 25-year-old, you mentioned never too late to start, especially in your 20s. It really resonated with me because most people my age, most people I know, most of my friends, none of them, Have retirement accounts. Mm -hmm. Or they've had one and they just took it out because they don't work there anymore. They... Spend it. They spent it, yep. It went towards their clothes for the week or their meals. So it's definitely important to get started. It adds up over time. So your 20s is the perfect time it to start. Is. I didn't think about it either. My 20s are long gone, but I didn't think <laughs> about it in
2: my 20s either. I didn't have an employer that offered a plan yeah. uh, in my early 20s right out of college. I, that wasn't an option, but I should have started saving back then now you know, a couple jobs later, then I obviously had an employer that offered that and could get started. Um, so yeah. Well, saving is hard when you're young and you're it is. out doing stuff. It takes and- discipline. Yeah. But if you enjoy the way you live in your 20s and you wanna continue that through your retirement, mm-hmm. you know, your golden years, then you're gonna to have to start thinking about it now. Think about
1: the future people, tax-free savings. That's right. So let's move on to the second way you can help boost your retirement and that is Tax Shelter Business Income. Right. so a lot of people are self-employed or they
2: have small businesses, right? It's them and just a couple people. And so a lot of times when you have a small business, the overhead, the cost of having a 401k plan and the administration that goes behind it, um, it it's not always feasible for a small employer to have that type of plan. So what the government has allowed for is a simplified employee pension plan, which is, um, we call it for short, a SEP plan. And this allows um, small business owners or people that are self-employed, the ability to save for retirement through their business um, at a higher contribution amount. So the max, um, what you can contribute is either 25% of the compensation or sixty-six thousand, whatever is the the least, the lesser of the two. Um, and this year, that sixty-six thousand—that's a huge bump. So mm-hmm. the IRS said that contribution limit it increased um, from twenty twenty-two, where it was only sixty-one thousand. So that was a five thousand dollars boost, which pretty is pretty good. Pretty good. And obviously, it's a lot higher than a traditional or a Roth account, um, which is at sixty-five hundred. So that's a huge advantage for small business owners. So. And you know, if you have a couple of employees underneath you at your your company, it's a great way for you to encourage them to also save for retirement and get started um,
1: with that for them. Well, self employment is all the rage these days, <laughs> it is, being especially your own after boss. the pandemic. Yep, everybody wants yep. to be their own boss. That's right. So that's definitely a good option for people who have their own small businesses and they want to save a little extra cash. So let's move on to the third way to help boost your retirement savings, and that is diversification. And to me personally, I think this is one of the most important aspects that a lot of people don't really do or consider. You know, they put all their stuff into one basket. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about that a little bit. This is a favorite. We love to talk mm-hmm. about this because,
2: really, preferred trust company. You know, we're about giving the clients options for alternatives, which you don't get in obviously with your standard, your typical big box custodian that is allowing you to invest solely um, in publicly traded assets, yep. stocks, like stocks. Bonds. Mm-hmm. Yep. stocks, bonds, mutual funds. They don't offer those alternatives, and so being a custodian for alternative investments, this offers us the ability to allow people to diversify, which is huge. So like you said, all of your eggs in one basket, not a good thing if the stock market takes a dive, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you wanna diversify across all types of investments, publicly and privately held. So those alternatives, as, as far as the, the IRS allows you, is, is pretty expansive. There's only a few things that the IRS says you can't invest in, um, such things as uh, insurance, um, plans and collectibles, really. So those are the two main things. Everything else is, is pretty fair game. So you have precious metals, you have digital currency, you have real estate, you have startup companies, oil and gas, um, debt options. There, there are so many different options in the alternative space. And we have clients that are very creative in that space, too. So This is a great way to diversify. We're not saying take all of your money out of the stock market, but it's good to have it across the board in different types of investments. We get that question very often when clients want to open an account with us and they want to transfer some funds, let's say, from their account at, I don't know, Edward Jones or TD Ameritrade or someplace like that. Their first question is, do I have to transfer it all? And the answer is no. You can leave a percentage of it in in the stock market, and that's a good idea to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so – Uh, we we let them know that they can just transfer a portion of their funds.
1: Yeah, I've got an example here related to diversifying. Mm -hmm. Um, So it says, what happens if your ice cream shop only has Mm -hmm. two flavors to scoop from? Let's say 75% stocks and 25% gold. If one of those flavors experiences a shortage for example, your stocks experience a market correction, then you won't be able to scoop 75% of your ice cream to build your retirement. The other 25% of your other flavor may not be enough to counterbalance the potential losses. Kind of relating diversification to ice cream, which everyone loves. Mm (laughs) Yeah. You don't want to just limit yourself to two flavors, chocolate
2: and vanilla. There's so many other flavors out there. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's kind of the same thing with retirement dollars and and investments. So a a good retirement account to us, you know, has the publicly traded and then has different aspects of alternatives, such as real estate, a little bit of digital currency, perhaps some precious metals to preserve um, your wealth oil and gas. There's so many things out there. So definitely diversification across the board. And a lot of investments today have a lower barrier to entry, meaning you don't have to have $50,000 invested. You can start with five, you can start with 10. A lot of crowdfunders out there, 5,000, 10,000 is their their minimum. Mm-hmm. So it's a good idea to, you can buy precious metals for a lot less than, than 5,000. So it's a good idea to take a look out there and, and see what there is to offer.
1: Yeah. And if you are listening and you have any questions or want to learn more about any types of these investments, we do have different investment options listed on our website, preferredtrustcompany.com. We can't give investment advice, we can tell you what you can invest in. Yep. So- Real
2: estate, for instance. You can invest in real estate in a self-directed IRA. Then you have to go out and select what type of real estate. There's Mm -hmm. all sorts of types. You can invest in, you can buy a property and flip it. You can buy a property and hold it for rental income. You can invest in a REIT. You can invest in first trust deed notes. There's just so many options out there for real estate. So we we give you all of the options that the, the IRS says is A-OK to invest in, and then you have to go out there and look for it. Sometimes I think people have a really, they know they want to diversify, but there's a big fear because most people are used to, having their retirement dollars in the big box companies where they have a financial advisor who's telling them and making recommendations because that's what they're licensed to do is telling them you know you should invest in X Y Z because of your risk tolerance and, and all these sorts of things. And and really that's what they're there to do is to help you along. And in the alternative world, you have to select those investments on your own. There's no investment advisor with you to do that. You are, that's why it's called (laughs) self-directed. 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 You truly are (laughs) in control of the investments that you select. And so it's, really important that you perform your due diligence. Like you mentioned, you're really looking and vetting the companies that are offering these investments, seeing the history of the company, finding out um, the performance of the company. Very uh, important. Very important. Um, and that's why, again, we say, so don't put all your eggs in one basket. You, you don't want to find a company, and maybe it's a great company, but don't put a hundred percent of your retirement dollars into that mm-hmm. um, because what if that for whatever everything has risk right every investment what if that company goes goes under and you lose that investment well hopefully you've only lost a portion and not all of it so not all of your retirement right so you really do want to spend some time doing your research it is time you know It you have to have time to do that
1: let's move on to the fourth way to boost your retirement savings which is contributing often yes you want to make sure
2: that you contribute annually so important so every year the irs sets limits on how much you can of your personal funds you can contribute to your retirement account. So for 2023, for a traditional and a Roth, it is 6,500. And if you're over the age of 50, then they give you an extra thousand, so it's 7,500. And then there's that period. Well, we're, we're almost approaching the end of that period, but there's that period um, between one tax year and the other, where if you haven't made your contribution for 2022, you can still do that up till tax day. Um, this year, I think the IRS says you have until the 18th of April.
1: Yep. To make that contribution. Always remember, you know, it takes a couple of days for processing. Yes. You know, so try and get it in at least. Sooner rather than later, yeah. we
2: say, we don't want to be bumping you right up to tax day. Yeah, um, But super important to make those contributions and try and max it out and make the max contribution for whatever type of retirement account you have for that year. You can also spread it out throughout the year. You may not have, you know, $6,500 in a lump sum to send into your custodian to make your contribution, but maybe you want to make it monthly. Um, for a preferred trust company, we can set clients up on recurring Contributions meaning monthly, we actually deduct the amount from a checking or a savings account. So you can spread that sixty five hundred dollars out over twelve equal payments, so that you ma- make sure you make the max for the year, but it's not hitting you know your wallet
1: all at one time. So there's definitely options. That's very nice. Yes, very automatic nice. payments, yes. automatic contributions. Yes, we love twenty twenty three. Everything's automatic here, right? <laughs> and then you know, once you make that contribution, then you can start getting it to work for you. You know,
2: you just don't want to contribute the money and just let it sit there. Obviously, the whole point is to take your retirement account and make it grow. And so you want to get that money invested. That's why making that lump sum, if you can, is great because then you can take that and automatically infuse it to an investment. Um, But otherwise, you know, nice to have it in there even if it is just monthly contributions. Mm
1: -hmm. And if you're a PTC client, like we said, April 18th is the last day. So get on our website and we have a contribution form right on there that you can fill out and send it to us. And we can make that happen currently. Yes. We've got another couple weeks. Another couple
2: weeks. So and then
1: after the 18th,
2: you're looking at just contributing for 2023.
1: Yep. But imagine if you made your 2022
2: let's say you put 6,500 in and you're 2023, you put your 6,500 in. I mean, look at that. You've got $13,000 to work with to, you know, and if the minimum on an investment is 10,000, you can start investing yep start earning that passive
1: income passive
2: income which is
1: kind of what we're going to talk about next yeah right? so let's move on to the fifth and final way to boost your retirement and that is preserving principle
2: yes so i think one of the, the important things is to know the difference especially in the alternative asset world which investments actually bring in monthly income or dividends interest to your account versus those that it's kind of like a buy and hold and until you actually sell the investment that's when you're going to make your income off of that so when you're looking at your retirement it really it's dependent on how you see your retirement you know If when you get to retirement age, you need monthly income because you're not working anymore and you want to get it from your retirement account, then you want to be invested in things that are going to give you income every month. So private placement investments, trustee investments, obviously it depends on the investment sponsor that you're working with, but many of them pay out interest monthly and then a lot of our investors take that monthly interest income or dividend income and then they take recurring distributions every month and that's how they they live through their retirement so super important as opposed to precious metals let's say also a great option to preserve your wealth, but precious metals are a buy and hold. You have to yeah. hold them for for quite a while um, before you're actually going to gain anything. And remember, that you're not getting monthly income off of them. The,
1: yeah, it's yeah. more of a preserving wealth. Preserving it's not really wealth. providing income. Right. Not until you get ready to sell it.
2: And again, you kind of have to look at that and see how long you've held them for, because if you don't hold them long enough, then you're not going to be able what to get anything. What do you think
1: the typical time to hold them is? Like, what would People recommend like 20 years so from the precious metals dealers that we
2: work with and we've spoken to they recommend at bare minimum three years and above Um, that's what they advise when they're talking to clients and so we always recommend you know that if you are going to get into precious metals that you do talk to a qualified precious metals dealer about that and discuss that with them because if you're buying precious metals today but you need to take a distribution of your account I don't know, six months from now and it's tied up in precious metals, you're probably not going to get back what you purchased for them. So it's important you have those conversations and really kind of look ahead. You know, we like to say don't put all of your eggs in one basket. And sometimes if you're reaching towards that retirement age, you may want to leave some in cash as well. So you have a little bit of liquidity when you might need it, you know, in uh, case you need to need uh, to take it.
1: Uh, required minimum distribution, That's or there's true. fees. You know, yep. a lot, a lot of these accounts, they don't. You can't just put your money in and it. They work, they work it for free. Right. Um, there's fees for everything these days. I mean, like I said, it's 2023. Nothing is free. Have you seen the price of groceries these days? <laughs> like <laughs> groceries, gas, everything. Don't get me started. Um, but yeah, liquidity. Keep some in there. Don't invest 100% of your money. Very important.
2: You want to preserve, but you do want to leave a little bit um, mm-hmm. for your, just in case. It's that just in case. And if you, if you have that just in case set aside somewhere else, we try not to have, you know, try not to have you take it out of your retirement account. But unfortunately, what we have seen clients do is invest 100% let's say in precious metals and then less than three years after they've purchased them they need that money for something and they're not getting back what they what they purchased it for so just long term you really do want to look at your whole portfolio and kind of going back to diversification look at your whole portfolio. Look at the options behind the investments you have. You know, are you going to face penalty if you decide to get out of an investment early? Is it there an option to come out of an investment early? Um, Some investments, you know, you're in it for maybe six months or nine months. And then if you want to get out of it, there might be a penalty to that from the investment sponsor. So, all these things are are important to look at read the fine print read the fine print <laughs> always read the details that's you know we try and provide as much information as possible on all of our forms and on our website and it really is an important to stop and take a minute and and
1: read everything I agree. Yes. So, thank you for joining me You're today. Very welcome. Um, to our listeners, we have some white papers on our websites. One of them is called Income and Inheritance. We've got lots of information on there. If you want to learn about any of the things we discussed today, but if you have any further questions or you would like to utilize one of these five strategies with your IRA. At Preferred Trust Company, you can give us a call at 888-990-7892 or you can email us at info at and we would be happy to help you. Yay. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Thanks so much, Maddie.
0: Thanks for joining us for another episode of PTC Point of View, where retirement savers meet alternative investments. Know someone who's struggling with a retirement strategy? Tell them about our show. Can't wait for the next episode to learn more? Visit our website at preferredtrustcompany.com or give us a call at 888-990-7892.